episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Once again, my name is Adam. And I'm Joe. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day, because that's the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Joe, welcome. What up, Adam? We're recording early. We're on a Saturday now, Saturday night. Don't we? We're raging. We, we record Saturdays sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. But yeah. it's earlier Usually than Sunday. our normal Sunday. Yeah, Normally, yeah. it's the first thing I do on a Sunday, and I'm all groggy and tired, and I just woke up, and today, it's a, it's a Saturday night. We're raging. Woo. Yeah. Can you hear the excitement in Joe's voice? I, Joe, give him some excitement I, in the voice. I didn't even leave my house until I Aww. came over here today. It was nice out. You should have left your house. I know. I didn't even realize it. I had to work, so I couldn't leave the house. Sucker. It, yeah. Oh, wait. You had to work from home? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so it's not too bad. But yeah. still, couldn't enjoy the very nice day mm. uh, that I was told was outside the whole time. I just need to buy a laptop. Yeah. I work on a laptop, but it's still... Then just go sit out on the porch. I could have done that, but I wanted to just lay in bed and watch TV. Yeah. Yeah. What did? What's your excuse? I was playing Monster Hunter World. Oh. Well, that's a perfect segue then into what we've been playing this week. So, Joe, what did you play this week? Monster Hunter World. I just said it. Yeah. yeah. No, I just that's how I always do it, and you're messing with my flow. So you played Monster Hunter World, did you? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I uh, I, I, I picked it. up a couple things this week. I picked up Monster Hunter World. I picked up uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. Fighters. Obviously, they came out uh, the same day. Yeah. I also bought a game on the Switch called The End Is Nigh. Mm. Uh, I've heard of such things. Yeah. Um. I'll just talk about Monster Hunter World for now. I'll probably save. Dragon Ball for next week, uh, mainly because I only played play Dragon Ball bit. for like a little bit, and Just I played a, a little bit more of Monster Hunter. Before you get into Monster Hunter, while we're mentioning Dragon Ball, I saw a lot of people arguing that there are people out there who think it's Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Like, yeah, they actually <clears throat> think that. Yeah, that's wrong. I yeah, and I remember for a while I was in that camp of like I don't know which one it is. Yeah, where I was like, is it Fighters or Fighter Z? I don't understand. And I remember like There's months no and months and months ago they officially like confirmed Someone how to pronounce it. Out loud, it. Yeah, yeah, they were like, this is how you say it. Yeah. Um, I guess some people still didn't get the memo because I mean, Fighters are... doesn't make sense. Fighters. Well, I mean, it's called Dragon Ball Z, so you're like Dragon Ball Fighter Z, like. To an extent, you would think that. Why wouldn't it be Dragon Ball Z Fighter at that point? Because it's a combination yeah. of Z and Super, so it's two different series. Oh, so that but you're still trying to they're still trying to add the Z in there. It just well, it's just it's sense. just like a you know you've heard yeah. it so one way for twenty years. Yeah, your brain automatically goes to that. See, I'm not a nerd who's in a Dragon Ball, so I didn't have that problem. Uh, I think you mean a super cool guy. Yes, that's what I meant. But yeah. No, I see people like fighting with Namco Bandai on Twitter, about, <laughs> like. like you're saying your game wrong. Yeah, it's like, no, it's, you gotta stop. It's fighter z, z, and you really have to accentuate the Z. That's how it works. That's yeah. what the whole point is. Um, but yeah, that was just my little mini rant on people on the internet. But, but uh, Fighters, I played it just briefly. It yeah. was cool. I liked it. It's beautiful. Everything that everyone thought it was. Yeah. Um, but I only played it for like, 10, 15 minutes. Because of Monster Hunter Because of World. Monster Hunter World. Yes. Tell us uh, about it. Which uh, is pretty great so far. That's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing yeah. nothing but fantastic things. Yeah. I was surprised. Uh, I, I mean, I didn't pay too much attention to the game. Like I said, this was me just going off of my experience with uh, like the Dark Souls games. And I just kind of said like, okay, this is a popular series everyone loves. So I'm just going to get this one and play and like see what the big deal is. Yeah. I believe I played some of the earlier Monster Hunter games very briefly back when I was working at GameStop I was like you know I, th- I think it was one of the 3DS ones I was like oh I'm gonna give this a try and see what it's like and I, I kind of went like I don't get this yeah I don't get this I remember there being a big thing about the Wii U 3DS like there was a 3DS one and a Wii yeah, U one yeah there was Monster like, Hunter Try I think yeah. was the Wii one 
And then they like they there was like cross platform stuff where you could take your game saves. There was some yeah, kind I think of you could like transfer your character between the two. Of them yeah, or so people really like hyped on that one, but not to the extent that people are hyped on this one. Yeah. Um. So I like I like briefly played him, and I kind of like just didn't get him at the time and passed him up, passed up on it. Yeah. Um. But but this was the one I was like, okay, I'm gonna like actually dedicate time to try kind of figure this one out. And yeah, I I really like it so far. Um. There is a very steep learning curve to go with it. Uh, really. Yeah. And and that's the thing is that like I heard a lot of people going like this is a really toned down like easily accessible Monster Hunter yeah, game. Yeah, that's all I've heard. And for me, it still seems like there's a very steep learning curve. So it kind of makes me go like, oh, this is probably why I didn't like the other one I played before because too I was much. probably like there was way too much of a learning curve, yeah. and this one's kind of a learning curve. Well, I wonder if it's just those people have played so many Monster Hunter games before that they're like, this was so accessible. It's like because well, you've had all this training. Like, yeah. Well, I mean. It, I can tell you from playing like Dragon or uh, like Dark Souls and then Dark Souls Two and then Dark Souls Three. I started on Dark Souls Three, which was like the more casual one, yeah, and then went back to play the other ones. And I went like, "Wow, this these ones are a lot fucking harder." Okay, so I, I can like, yeah. I mean, see that, yeah. Um, but it's good that they did that. You want to make your game as accessible to as many people as possible. That's true. I can also to like understand the kind of thing where like. If you played something and like you have been, you know, a member, like a fan of the series, and then like all of a sudden you're like, eh, this game's like really, really easy now, yeah. and it's not nearly as fun. I can see that as like a downer for a person who's been a fan of the series for a long time. It'd be like doing a tutorial at the beginning of every side-scrolling Mario. You'd be like, no, I know how to jump and run and like, yeah, you know, pick up weapons and stuff like that. I know, like, please. Can I or this? I mean, <laughs> it might be it'd be like if you were playing, you know, Mario your whole life, and then the next Mario game came out, and like Mario ran on his own, and all you had to do was tap A at the right time, uh, which is actually Mario literally run. just did happen within yeah, the last year. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> so it is kind of like that. You're right. Well, <laughs> although imagine if that was like your first Mario game you ever played. Yeah. And you're like, God, Mario is so easy. Yeah, I don't know why people just talk about this. Yeah, I don't know why everyone always says Mario is hard. This game is super easy. Do people say that? I mean, Mario games are hard. Yeah, I mean, to an extent, they're still pretty easy. Yeah, like give or take, depending on when you play. Yeah, like I remember the I like the new Super Mario games for the the Wii were like pretty fucking hard. I only thought that when you're playing co-op, mostly because everyone else sucks. I mean, I played it by myself too, and I remember being like, some of these levels are ridiculously hard. Yeah. But eh, what do you do? Uh, but yeah, back to Monster Hunter. Um, I, uh, I I played co-op with John, uh, and it's we had basically kind of the same experience that I talked about last week when I talked about uh, the Metal Gear Survive, mm-hmm. in which we like started up and we went like, okay, we have no idea what the fuck we're doing, and a lot of the fun came out of like figuring stuff out yeah. as you went along. Because there was, just like that one, there was a lot of toys where like, we're walking around going, like, I don't, what does this do? Like, what are, what are these things on the ground? Why are we looking at these? And then eventually, like, after punching around for 20, 30 minutes, all of a sudden we're like, oh, I know what this thing does. And all of a sudden you get that kind of feeling of accomplishment where you're like, yeah. I'm figuring it out. Yeah, you done learned things. I'm super smart now. Sure are. Um, but, I mean, otherwise the game is really fun. Uh, the, the combat is really interesting. It's kind of like a weird mixture of... Uh, Dark Souls. I mean, it's actually it's like really, really reminiscent of Dark Souls. And I wonder if one of them, I don't know which ones came out first, but I wonder which one kind of like played off the other. Monster Hunter or Dark Souls? Yeah, Mo- Monster Hunter. Did, did Monster Hunter come out I would first? Assume so yeah, I'm not sure, but they have a it's very a really old franchise. I think is it? I think so. I mean, I know that they've done a lot of them, but yeah. I know it was one of those ones where like it seemed like every year there was a new one. Yeah. Well, I know. So I don't know if it was like longer or it's just that they crank out so many of them. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um 
but like the, the the combat is very reminiscent of that like a lot of like dodging a lot mm-hmm. of different combo moves that you can do um but there's a lot of like littler things that like using the environment is highly impactful in the game so the kind of thing where like say you're being chased by a monster you can kind of lead them into certain like environmental traps. You yeah, know, if yeah. they're like chasing after you, like run towards vines and they'll get all caught up in the vines and yeah. they'll give you an opportunity to like get a couple of good hits in. I do like environmental kills in games. Those are a lot of fun. Yeah. And it'll be the kind of thing where like there's a, uh, like a paralyzing toad that like if you startle it, it'll explode and like release paralyzing clouds. So you like run past it and like smack it and then keep running and hope that the monster that's chasing you, you know, gets hit by the paralyzing cloud beforehand. Yeah. So, you're constantly thinking about not just the fight, but like everything around you as well. Especially also since that there are other monsters just wandering around. So you might be like saying like, I'm just going to fight this like medium sized bird thing. And then you're fighting that. And all of a sudden a T-Rex comes walking by and you're like, Oh crap. Yeah. (laughs) Do we run? Do we like try and, you know, lead this thing away? Do we kind of hope that maybe they get into a fight and the T-Rex will finish off the bird thing and then we can just hide in like some bushes and then once the T-Rex takes off go and like loot the material yeah, off of it loot the body but there's other things because like there's another monster that kind of wanders around that just eats the whole like the corpse's whole oh. so you're sitting there going, like, yeah guy. well also you're like you don't want him to come by and eat the thing before you have a chance to loot it because yeah. the game is all about collecting resources yeah. that's the big actual draw of the game is collecting what do you you're do not, with those resources a lot of stuff. Oh, okay. It's all about making like more armor and better weapons. Oh, okay. That's that's what the whole point of the game is. It's just to keep hunting. It's to go out and like kill stuff, and then you go to the the uh, like the the forge area. You talk to the guy, and he's like, you know, it'll say, "Bring me, you know, X amount of this guy's skull and this thing's thing and this thing's thing, and I can make you a better weapon or better oh, okay. armor." So then you're yeah. like, "All right, let's go out and." And, you know, they, they give you missions and their story, like storyline stuff and missions to do. Um, but it seems like the core of the thing that I'm having the most fun is you can just go. They call it like go on an expedition. It's basically which is just free roam. So what you're saying is the most fun aspect of this game is hunting monsters. Am you I, could say that. Okay. <laughs> I just want to make sure that I am following correctly the fun. Of it's this very game. on the nose. <laughs> But yeah, I mean that is that is the extent of. I mean, I'm sure there's a million people that have played these games before me yeah. that are going like, duh. Yeah, no, I mean, obviously the point of the game is to hunt monsters. Yeah, but I never realized exactly how literal in the sense of it is. Yeah. Like that is just what the game is. Yeah, go out, hunt monsters, find bigger monsters, or like make better weapons to go out and kill bigger monsters. Yes, yeah. and the monsters get progressively bigger and bigger and bigger and more and more dangerous. Uh, one of the things that I don't know if I like it or I hate it is the fact that there's no real life indicator on the monsters. And I mean, well, there wouldn't be if you were just out hunting monsters. Now, would there? Well, that's true. Yeah. Well, I, I was. That, uh, did you? Well, I was playing Breath of the Wild before this. Mm-hmm. And eventually when you get the champion's tunic, that puts a life bar above the enemies. Oh, so you're now used to having that. So I'm now used to having like yeah. a life bar over the thing. Nope. Not in the real not, world. Not in this game. Nope. And not only that. The monsters take a lot to kill. Like, well, yeah, they're monsters. They probably yeah. got tough hides. They probably got resiliency. They do actually evolutionary like abilities. Yeah, when you you can go to a like a um, well, there's a, a lot of it is like researching monsters as well. One of the things you can do is you can go along and like while you're just kind of wandering around, like you can find monster tracks and you can find like 
oh, the monster was like rubbing up against this tree here and you can inspect those things and that kind of adds to your general knowledge of the monster. Yeah, which you would want to have in regular hunting. So that's that's yeah, cool. And that's, that's, yeah, that's like that's what involved. hunters do. They're going yeah. around going like, oh, there's, you know, the deer was rubbing their horn against this tree. Yeah, and, sniffing branches and licking moss off rocks. Like, you know, whatever yeah. hunters do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that, that part is in the game as well. So and then you can go talk to a guy and he like kind of keeps a thing of your general knowledge of the the monsters and one of the things you can go and it'll like have you know a, a, a layout of the monster itself saying like okay the head is like the toughest part and you need a certain type of weapon to break through the armor plating on the head yeah and there's a bunch of different types type of weapons in the game and each one kind of has their own benefits you know mm. uh, you might want to do just like a ranged gun type thing and you hold back and like shoot while you have a partner that goes up with like a heavy weapon thing yeah and you got to like keep an eye on that so say if you're going out and you need uh the certain type of skull for an ant- a monster you got to make sure somebody has a heavy weapon so they can break through like the head plating on their armor before you kill it Otherwise, you can't like get this, you know, the material that you need. Yeah. So there's a lot of like pre-planning as well going into the monsters that you're that gonna hunt. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. There's it's really really in depth and it really makes good use of multiplayer. Yeah, because I'm I very rarely people like go hunting by themselves. They're always like in a group, so it makes sense that the co-op aspect of this would then like work that way. Yeah. The the planning of everything that you need to do is really really interesting, and you kind of like get really into it because i mean it was i've only played it just with me and john but like we're like sitting there going over things yeah. before going out we're like okay like you know what are you gonna bring what am i gonna bring like what materials do you have what materials do you need yeah. uh how many people can you play co-op with it's weird you can have 16 people in a server but you can only take four people on a mission oh so yeah, like I you mean- can have like you and 15 friends all playing but you'd be like okay you know, we will be running around the server and it'll be like, all right, me, John, and like, you know, Steve and Dave are going to go and hunt this thing over here. And like, you activate that mission and you go on, but like other people can go off to another part of the map and do like their yeah, own yeah. thing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It is weird because like you're in the server, but you can't see each other. Uh, so you have like, you're in the mission yeah, until you're in the mission. Got Cause it. there's a central hub city, which yeah. is where like, you know, the, the, all the craftings, like the place where you can go to craft food, place where you can go to craft weapons, yeah, armor. The town. Yeah, the town, all yeah. of that stuff. You can't see each other on that. Oh, really? And it's like surprisingly big, which is makes me kind of wonder, like, why couldn't you just make why it not? so I could yeah. see them running around? Yeah, especially if you can't it, really do anything in there except prep and... Yeah, and just like talk to NPCs and stuff. Yeah. So there's no real reason why you couldn't. Yeah, that, that seems like a strange choice. Yeah, and maybe it's something they're going to patch in later or something, hopefully. I don't know if they're going to go out of the way just for that. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I, it just kind of seems like a weird missed opportunity because we were trying to figure it out at first because he's like, okay, I joined your server, and I'm like, where are you? He's like, uh, I'm over by this guy. I'm like, I'm over by that guy also. I don't see you. And we didn't know if like the game yeah. was glitched or if it was supposed to be that but way. That's how it is, yeah. Yeah, but that's how it is. That's surprising too, especially given games like Destiny and even like Call of Duty now, where you have these hub worlds where you can like meet up and interact with all these players and things that they wouldn't yeah. add something like that. It, if they let you have sixteen players in like a town, essentially, mm-hmm. it's weird that they wouldn't let you see that. Yeah, I don't know. It still bizarre. sounds cool though. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I've only played you know maybe four or five hours of the game yeah, so it it's still early Friday. on yeah. yeah and i had to work Friday. like i got yeah. it like i installed it i had to go to work i got home at like 11 o'clock don't live suck yeah had to play it for a little bit like you know got to play a little bit that night and then a little bit there just you know i well i played a little bit more of it this morning uh in the process of watching wrestling as well 
but yeah, I mean, I really like it. I don't think I'm going to go out like I did with Dark Souls and like buy all the older ones in the series to play. Mm-hmm. It seems like I'm like, okay, this one seems like good enough and I kind of don't want to mess with the like the enjoyment of having a, of this one. And plus like I don't know. I mean, I'm, the other ones were like heavily focused on multiplayer too, right? Wasn't there like a lot I, of co-op I, I in those not, ones? The the whole reason that I haven't been playing this one, despite like seeing videos now and like thinking it looks really cool, is because I never had any interest in this series whatsoever before. Well, me, me neither. It was always a thing that was like, oh, I didn't have a DS at the time, or I didn't have a 3DS yet. Or, it was on like PSP too, right? Yeah, or something like that, where I was like, I'm not, that's not really my thing. It's not up my alley. I'm not, I'm not into it, and I never paid attention, so I honestly don't know. Yeah. Because even uh, even with this one being out on the Xbox One, uh, I texted John and I bought him the copy. Mm-hmm. That like I was just like I want someone to play with, so yeah. I bought him a copy. And I like texted him. I'm like, you didn't buy me a copy. Well, you have an Xbox. You didn't buy me an Xbox to get a copy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You, you, can, you can you can you can you can buy it and play it with Tyler on your PlayStation. Because Tyler did get it. Tyler did get it. Yes, he uh, he said that he had always been interested in the series and just never got it because it was always on handheld. But actually, super loved the beta um, that happened like last week, a couple weeks ago. I didn't play the beta, um, and that's what made him buy the game. And he says he's having a blast with it. Mm. Um, but yeah, I like, I, I texted John, I'm like, what's your email? I'm buying you a copy of monster hunter. And he, he responded to me and this was yesterday. This was, you know, around like eight o'clock last night Yeah. or on Friday. People hearing this won't be hearing until Monday. No, we already uh, established that we doing this on Saturday. So yeah. Um, but I, I like texted him. I'm like, I'm buying you a copy of monster hunter. And he's like, it's out on Xbox also. <laughs> like he didn't even, he wasn't even aware that it came out on yeah. Xbox one. Because that's the thing, like, if you've just seen the series as handheld, 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 and then we're like, all right, like the one on the the one on the Wii. I think that was the only one that cost the one. The Wii U one. So, like, yeah, I I could completely understand missing this Mm. entirely. So, but that's awesome that the the co op is good and that the game is fun. Yeah. Nice. And I'm having a real blast. Like, and like I said, I still feel like I don't understand the game at all. I mean, it seems like you understand it enough. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I I understand enough to play, like yeah. to to survive, but it's still I'm constantly figuring something else out new that I'm like, oh, cool, I can do this too. Sounds like a good game to me. Yeah, you always want to be learning stuff when you're playing games. Yeah, and I have an adorable kitty cat. That's right. That's the other thing I've seen from this game is that everyone loves the fact that you can make a cat pet and like put little steampunk goggles on it and give it clothes and make it a whole thing yeah and he like fights for you and stuff too he yeah, follows you around when you're yeah. going and you can arm him give him different weapons yeah. he gets the monster hunter's best friend is a cat yeah yep and he says really stupidly adorable things because because yeah. he's a cat he yeah. says everything he calls you meowster yeah. yeah well that's how cats talk yeah anybody who has a cat knows that that's what they say when they meow they're calling you meowster yeah. or meowses yeah <laughs> Uh, that's one of the things, though, that I don't like about the game is uh, the translation is clearly awful. Really? <laughs> yeah. Bad uh, like, localization? The incredibly bad localization. Because, like, it, they say things in it that you're like, there's no way that this was in written this way in Japanese. Like, uh, when I went and talked to the 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 food like preparation guy, he's, he's like, yo, tell me about your gains and stuff. And I'm like, no, uh, that's, that's how people talk. Have you ever met someone that does CrossFit? That's how they talk. Yeah, not in Japan, though. Uh, they I, I, I assume they don't talk that way in Japan. And actually, John, when I'm playing with him, he like, speaks a little bit of Japanese. because he He's spent, been to Japan. He, yes. Yeah, he spent several months in Japan. Yes. And, uh, you know, he's he's a big weeb. 
<laughs> he loves Japan. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, the, like while he's reading the diet, he has it set to uh, English language or the Japanese language with the English subtitles. Oh, okay. And he's saying he like, learn. he's listening to it and he's saying like the things that are, they're saying in the subtitles are not what the characters are saying in Japanese. Oh. Like he can clearly tell that like they're, yeah. they're very different. Even in his limited understanding. It, even in knows. his limited understanding. And it's like I said, it's just the kind of thing where like you read it and you're like, this is just too stupid and corny. Tell me about your gains. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, you can blame Americans who talk like that. Yeah. For ruining your Monster Hunter experience. Yeah. But that's really the only complaint I have about it. This is corny dialogue. Nice. And like bad voice acting. Because I have the American voice acting on and it's pretty terrible. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, I guess, to be expected a little bit. I mean, like the Dark Souls voice acting was great. Yeah. But, I mean, if the if the translation is bad, I can't imagine they went and got top tier like voice talent necessarily. Or they got talent but had a bad director of it. I don't know. I don't know. But if if the translation's bad, it doesn't surprise me that the voice acting is also bad. Yeah. Nice. Who'd you play? Um, I've been playing Fortnite because I really like that game. And there was a new update that I got to play. So there's new areas to explore. There's like a shopping town kind of thing. Um, so I'm just having fun. So they're like the they're just like all of a sudden, it's the same map, right? They just like now there's just a town in one of the where there was where it was just barren before. Yeah, where there was just like woods and like you know foresty, not forest, but like you know just grass stuff. And, yeah. yeah, rocks and stuff. Now there's a town and more things like that. Um, so Which it's is just good. like, yeah, it's new stuff to explore. They made it like, that's one of the more interesting aspects of playing PUBG. Mm-hmm. Like you roll up to, you know, a, a area with a bunch of buildings in here. Like, is it safe? Is it not? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Having more buildings is better. Cause like there is the tension when you're just walking through a field, like, Oh man, someone could snipe me from anywhere. Someone could pop out from behind a tree or be a bush or whatever. Um, so there's tension there, but I think there's way more tension in, all right, when I open this door, is there a guy with a shotgun on the other side? And am I going to get, you know, shot in the face? Because yeah. that, I don't want that. I mm. want to keep living. Are you sure? Yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I had some fun uh, playing that. And then I also uh, joined a beta for a game called Switchblades, which uh, I don't remember where I heard about it. But I saw a beta sign up, and I'm always down to try. I never heard of this game. Yeah. Um, I even had to double check that I was saying the name right. Um, it is Switchblades. It's Switchblades, not not blade. Is there a S. Z? <laughs> yeah, it's, no, it's switch blade S obviously is how you pronounce it. Um, no, it's, it's pretty fun. Uh, the way I describe it, it's kind of like, uh, what twisted metal meets objective based combat meets a MOBA of sorts, I guess. Um, it's not as fast paced as twisted metal. Like the cars aren't like zipping all around, but you've got these, these different vehicles. They all have weapons. They all have different weapons and you can swap vehicles. Um, you have two vehicles that you can go out with at any given time in any, any match and you can swap between them. And then you can like, uh, there's, there's little shop areas. And then when you die, you can upgrade the cars, like add shields, add boosts, things where you get more damage and things like that. Um, and basically the objective, at least so far in, I don't know if there's gonna be multiple game modes in the final game, but at least in the beta, the objective is basically, uh, it's five V five on your map. You've got three bases that you have to protect and three that you have to destroy. Uh, obviously the other team is trying to destroy your bases. Um, in order to destroy a base, there are these like little robot bots that are just zipping along a path on the map and they will take down the shields at the base. And then you can then destroy like the power cell inside of that base, uh, in order to get them to a base to destroy it, you have to get them past the base's defensive turrets, uh, which respawn, like you kill them. They're down for a couple seconds as they recharge and they go back up. So you constantly have to be like 
kind of herding these bots towards the base. Um, they'll then take down the shields. And then once the shields are down, it's a free for all. Like even if you die and go away and there's nobody attacking it anymore, you can then just come back to it and start attacking. Like the shields don't go back up, which was good. Uh, Cause that would be kind of a pain in the ass. If you just had to constantly keep bringing the shields down. Um, but it's pretty fun. I like, I was playing it for like an hour or so today. Um, and I'm really enjoying it. Like the cars don't go as fast as I would want them to. Like I kind of want them to be a little bit more twisted metal based. Yeah. I want when you showed me the video of the guy playing it, like you, that's my thought was my thought. Process. You said like, Oh, it's a tw- like twisted metal MOBA. And I went like, Oh, interesting. And like, I pictured yeah, all the cars flying around it yeah. so fast. And then you showed me the video and the cars were like, put, 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 put. Yeah, I was like, Oh, they no. are like, and so I like the video that I showed, I don't run like, I don't know the game well enough to be like, Oh, this is the, obviously this is a tank one. And that's yeah. The guy, the so video slow. we watched clearly, the guy had no idea what he was doing. Oh, so yeah, he, he could have been playing it. it completely wrong. Yeah. Um, but they like, there's different classes of vehicles that you can have. There's, you know, like small, fast ones, there's tanks, there's ones that are built for like some speed, some defense, some like artillery, like things like that. Um, so you can go and you can pick different classes of, of vehicles to go out with. Cause like I said, there, you get two and at any given point, if you're low on health, you can then swap on the fly, hoping that you don't die while the swap is happening. Cause like a little drone will come and drop your other vehicle there. So, um, that's how like you can differentiate things like that. And then there's boosts and power-ups you can get where like you can give out health to other people. So there'll be some cars that are driving close to you that are then boosting your health and things like that. So it's kind of like, you know, not overwatchy, not exactly a MOBA, but I don't know. It's a, it's a, not like a game I've ever played before, um, but I'm having fun with it. I don't know if this will entice me to buy it. I don't know how much it's going to cost or when it officially comes out, but terms of you know playing in a beta it's i'm having fun with it which is good i'm really surprised weird. it made it all the way to the beta point i had never even heard of this yeah i mean it definitely seems like a smaller smaller studio doing it i don't know who it is but it's yeah i don't know i i don't like i said i don't know where i saw like information about it or i heard about the beta sign up i don't know if i got an email or if i saw it in an article somewhere or saw it on twitter like i don't i don't remember but I'm glad I signed up for it. I'm going to keep playing it uh, some more this weekend. And then, cause I don't know how long the beta lasts for. It's been going on, I think all week. So mm. um, it's not like just a short weekend thing. Cause they probably need as many people to try to test it. And obviously it's a smaller thing that not a lot of people have heard of. I wonder if the mobile market is starting to get a little played out though. I don't know. I mean, there's, you've got your league of legends obviously, and you've got your other one that people play, right? And there another one, Dota two. Uh, Heroes one. of the storm is the blizzard one. Yep. Uh, but I know that, uh, uh, I think it's called Paragon, the Epic's game, Epic Game One, which uh, actually got canceled. Just got canceled. Yeah, just yeah. To, to focus on Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. Which like that's because that was the thing that I was thinking of. Like, I wonder if you know. It always seems like there's kind of like the wave. Yeah. And there was like first there was MOBAs, and then it went to like the hero shooter. Hero area. shooters is where it's at now. And then now it looks like it's battle royale is a thing. Yeah. And I wonder if like MOBA is now too far down the chain i mean that I, that, that one always seemed more niche anyway like moba or hero shooter well moba like oh yeah moba that was always a niche thing anyway it like, was like was never, it was a it was weird because it was like niche but it had i mean huge following yeah it had like a huge following but of it a niche fan base because yeah. i know league of legends was huge yeah. but but i don't think that ever crossed like yeah, mainstream it, yeah it never hit the like 50 million mark that you know 
uh, PUBG is making yeah. kind of thing. And like obviously Overwatch is like the biggest thing in the world still and they've got their, you know, the Overwatch League has started and so that's like a whole big thing and I know there's been like Dota 2 championships on like ESPN of all places but um but yeah, I did, like for me MOBA's never seemed like they cracked the upper echelon of like gaming culture. Like I know it, it has a huge amount of fans. I'm not trying to say that it doesn't, but in terms of like, you know, if you took it told me that it was like a more popular thing than Call of Duty, I'd be like, no, probably not. No, maybe not yeah. here at least. Like I'm sure overseas, and I know like in Korea, it's a really big like style of game, but over here, I just never thought about it really that much. So I don't know. I, it still seems third tier to me in terms of battle royale games and hero shooters. Those seem like a bigger deal nowadays anyway. Yeah. Um, and everyone's trying to get in on that ground game. So, um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. had a had a good time. You know, uh, really quick. Speaking of tournaments, I watched. Um, I didn't know what was going on. I watched like the World Smash Brothers tournament was like last weekend. Oh, was it? Yeah, it nice. was the melee, and I watched the end of it. I like turned in just in time to watch like the last three, uh, like matchups, mm. and like it was really really intense at the end of it because it it came. It was like very um like last year's Super Bowl where it was like oh, there was like the one guy that was like I'm super cocky and I'm gonna yeah. kill it like kick everyone's ass and there was like there's no way this guy's gonna win and like he came back at the very end kind of thing nice. and like everyone lost their mind yeah, I don't I, know enough about it but it, it was I, super intense I'm surprised I missed that because like the like friends I hang out with usually are big Smash Brothers fans and they're always watching Twitch and always watching tournaments and stuff like that. So I, like, I don't know if they just forgot about it or they watched it and I just wasn't there. Um, cause I usually watch those tournaments and they're usually really good. Cause I mean, the melee community is obviously still raging like crazy. Yeah. Like that's the game. I mean, yeah, it play. was fucking melee. That's the GameCube one that they're still playing. I know, but that's the best one. I know. I'm, I'm saying like you're so Smash into it. It's impressive that it's the, that one. Yeah. Which is, that's the second one, right? Yes. Yeah, because the first one was in 64. Yeah, it was Melee, because there's four out now, right? What was the other one on? Was that There's been one on GameCube? Every, it was, yeah, it was. And the Wii U, right? And 64, GameCube, Wii. Was Wii there a Wii, Wii one? Yeah, Brawl. Oh, that's right. Brawl was the Wii one. Yeah, and then the okay. Wii U one was just. It was just Smash Brothers. Sma- yeah, Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. And the 3DS one was also just Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then we're waiting on the Switch one. I mean, it's got to be coming, right? Yeah, I mean, it'll definitely come eventually. I I don't know if they're going to just do a port like a Smash Brothers DX and try to get it out super quick, or if it's going to be no. no let's give them a new. I bet you we'll get we get both. I bet you with at some point this year we're going to get like Smash, Smash Brothers. Brothers four with all the DLC, like yeah. the DX version with all the DLC. Yeah, and with that announcement will be Smash Brothers five. Hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we got. I feel like if anything, they would just do a like an HD remake of Melee. I feel like that would be a thing that people would go bananas for. That would be interesting. Like too. if you're just going to put out an older Smash Brothers, put out a Melee, you know, updated graphics, like or keep some the sort same of mechanics. or some sort of like Smash Brothers collection thing that has like all four of them. That'd be really cool, actually, because each one of them is is different in their own way. Yeah. So yeah, that would actually be really cool. I think I would prefer that. Because uh, that would give people the ability to still play Melee and you could play online. and It would be like the Street Fighter collection where it's like, oh, you can play Melee online and you can play, you know, the new one online and the other two offline, you know, couch co-op, whatever. Mm. Um, but yeah, so that's going to do it for what we've been playing this week. We're going to jump right into what we think is the biggest story of the week. Uh, and that is Microsoft kind of shifting like the way in which games are delivered 
in a major way by saying that uh, starting with Sea of Thieves, the upcoming pirate uh, co-op adventure game, uh, that all first-party Microsoft games will release day and date on their Microsoft Game Pass service, which is like their Netflix for games. Um, normally in the past, the games would take a while to get there, maybe six months, maybe a year later, you'd get... Uh, you get to add them to that Games Pass and, and play them. But now they're saying day and date uh, games like uh, Sea of Thieves, State of Decay 2, Crackdown 3. 3, as well as the not actually announced until this announcement, uh, the next installments in Gears of War, Halo, and Forza. Yeah, Forza had been like... Forza, we know it, it comes. Like, it, it's coming. It's, that's yeah. not... And like, we had heard, like, the rumors about the the one in Japan we talked about, uh, the, that one coming yeah, out, the yep. Forza Horizon, and yeah. sure, surely there was going to be a Forza 8. Yeah. Uh, so those weren't a surprise. Um, I think we talked about... We were talking about last week or the week before about how we were surprised that there hasn't been any kind of announcement for a new Halo game yep. in a while. Yeah, because that wasn't even part of the, like, leaked look at these franchises that are coming back to Xbox One. Yeah. Um, and I just kind of assumed that Gears of War was dead, because <laughs> I, I, I don't think I don't think anyone cared about Gears of War four. I don't know if those were actual announcements or those are just franchises you know and love on the Xbox. And if there is another one, it'll be included. Well, they said like everything coming out, including the next Gears of War and the next Halo. Yeah. So you're right. Like they didn't say like Gears of War five and Halo six. Yeah. They just said like when another Gears of War and Halo comes out, they're going to be added to this as well. So it's not an official concrete thing of them saying like we are working on these ones. Yeah. Um, I also but it just seems like a weird thing that they would say that. Like why would they even put that in the mind? Well, because how many franchises can you say that are going to get people excited? That's a good point. They don't have a lot of, like, we've talked about this. They don't have a lot of first party titles that really get you roused up for something. For the me. next Crimson Skies. Hey, people would really Infusion like Infusion Frenzy. Oh, I fucking love Crimson Skies. That game was great. Yeah. Snoopy vs. the Red Baron. New new entry into the series. Was that a Microsoft branded game? Uh, I don't remember, actually. I know it was on Xbox 360. And it was like uh, people had fun with it, but I don't remember exactly who made it. Um, but yeah, so this kind of shakes things up in the way games are being delivered. Yeah, this is kind of a crazy good deal. It's a really good deal. Because as far as I understand it, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm allowed to be wrong. We're a Broken Clocks podcast. Um, we're barely right. Yeah. Uh, no, we, we're right a lot. We just have to only be right twice a day. Yeah. Yeah. We can be right as much as we want, just at least twice. Yeah. I um, mean, if we're like, if we make three predictions, two of them that's better. two of them are there good. Yeah. One of them that's bad. 66%. Yeah. It's pretty good. I mean, yeah. it's still a D, but like, hey, we passed. Yeah. yeah. Go us. Um, but yeah, so as far as I understand it, it's 10 bucks a month. You can cancel yeah, any time. We, we, we tried figuring this out. Like We couldn't really... Well, no, when we figured out, yeah, you can cancel any time, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. You so can cancel 10 bucks any a time, month. 10 bucks a month, which means that when Sea of Thieves comes out, you can just play the full game for, for a $10. month for 10 bucks. Um, and if you don't like it, then you don't have to renew the service the next month. Plus, you, know? you get a, access to 99 other games. Yeah, exactly. Like If you're just doing it for whatever this new game is great you've you've now essentially rented for a month this game for ten dollars which is a steal yeah because if you do it because i mean how often do you usually play a game longer than a month i i mean if it's like a madden or a you know a sports game or something that has a big online component like a call of duty you play and this one does so this might be the kind of thing where like you're playing with your friends for you know five six months after the game comes out yeah but at this point if you're gonna say like all right i really like this game i'm just gonna buy it and i'll cancel the service and then get it the next time a new game comes out and so 
you're only paying maybe 10 bucks more or in sometime in that month you find it on sale and it's like you bought it for $60 on day one because or you got it for 10 bucks off because it was $40 and you only paid 10 bucks to play it. So, um, yeah, it seems like a crazy good deal, but it also seems like a thing where I just I guess it's I don't know if it's sustainable. I mean, it must be. Yeah. Or it's, I mean, it's it's an experiment. So we don't know this. They I mean, I say, still don't know how Netflix is sustainable. <laughs> Uh, well, because Netflix, Netflix just people, you know, Netflix has the rights to the movies. It's not like the studio is putting out those movies. It's like Netflix is taking away the potential of you buying the DVD, but that doesn't hurt Netflix. That just hurts the studio. That's like, true. Yeah. This would be this is Microsoft saying, go ahead, rent our game. Don't buy it. Yeah. At least that's how I'm reading it, because that's how I would use it. I mean, that, is, that pretty much is it. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if they think that maybe, you know, they're going to get, and I feel like a lot of these like subscription services bank on the fact that people sign up for it because it seems like such a great deal and then don't take full advantage of it. Hmm. Like I have a movie pass, which is a big new subscription service kind of thing where you can see a movie a day and it costs you 10 bucks a month, but you can see a movie every day. So therefore like you can watch 30 movies in a month. You can watch $30. Exactly. Which is a steal of a century. Um, but there are going to be those people who are like, wow, that's such a great deal. I'm going to go to the movies so much. And then they don't go to the movies for three months. And you, I mean, I can't tell you, you how, how many times, uh, I went like a year without watching anything on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, you know, all these, all these types of, you know, I mean, every, everyone had that disc that was like back when, remember when Netflix was based off of like just getting a disc in the mail. Sure do. Everyone had that disc that you like pulled out of it. You open a drawer and went like. Oh fuck! I've had this thing for like two years. Yeah, I've just been paying ten bucks a month for it, or eight bucks a month, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But they all—I I think they all bank on that. You know, Hulu, Netflix, WWE Network. They're just banking on. Okay, you're paying us ten dollars. You're not going to use it. Or you may. We mm. don't know. But for every person that uses it every day and uses and like binges a TV season, uh, like you know, on their lunch break, the, there's going to be people that don't use it for a month. So. I guess that's what they're hoping or that, you know, you just, you get it and you play it and you're enjoying it and you're playing the older games and, but that you're still buying games you want. I don't yeah. know. It's an experiment for sure. Well, um, I mean, I, at, when I heard about this, I went like, okay, that's interesting. And I opened up the game pass like app there. Like the, I went to the game pass thing on my Xbox to like, check it out. And, um, because it gives you, you get a, like a 15 day free trial 14. or 14 day yeah. free trial off the bat. And I was like, well, let me go like take a look at the 14-day free trial. And I didn't end up going with it, and I haven't gone with it for a very long time, um, mainly just because I looked at the games that were on there. And there are some good games that are on there. The only thing is that I already own yeah. a lot of the good ones that are already on there. Yeah. So it was the kind of thing where like I looked at it, and I was like, okay, I, like, I already have all of the Resident Evils. And I already have like these games and these games and these games. Um, and then everything else was crap. So, you know, I can't say that it's bad because I bought like a quarter of the games that are yeah. like were playable on there and I've like played paid for them already. And but those are the it, only ones that you're going to play. But those are the ones that I was going to play. But yeah. I mean, if I had been paying just 10 bucks a month, I could have saved myself a lot of money on all those. True. Although well, those didn't come out day one, like at launch, they're, you know, they're older games. Yeah. And you probably got some of those on sale on like an Xbox sale for it's dirt cheap and things like that. So, um, but yeah, I mean, Ten bucks a month is enough to try it. Yeah, I, think. I mean, I'm definitely like I was. I've I've been down on Sea of Thieves this whole yeah. time, saying like I just can't get find myself getting into it. But for ten bucks for a month, like yeah, Might I'm gonna well. play. I'm gonna play Sea of Thieves. Yeah, because worst case scenario, you buy it at sixty dollars with your like whatever discount that you get from wherever you buy it from Amazon or yeah, you know Best Buy. Yeah, or whatever. already I'm gonna get 
12 bucks off if I buy it at Best Buy. Yeah. So I pay 10 bucks, play it. If I go, okay, I do like this, I can either keep paying the $10 for like the next six months. And yeah. then at that point, I could have just bought it and I had it like my whole time. Or and just say like, okay, Sea of Thieves is good. Fuck yeah. it. I'm just going to buy a copy. Yeah, whatever. Which is maybe that's the thing they're kind of counting on. Maybe it's just a good way to get people hooked on things. Yeah. Oh, it's absolutely a great way. So, to get I mean, you're either going to have it that people are going to play it and they're going to go. And, and I can't help but wonder if that there's a reason they're starting this with Sea of Thieves on that sense. Because I imagine that there are a lot of people that are on the fence about Sea of Thieves. Yeah. They're going like, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy this game. This game looks weird. But they're going to go, well, this is a good way to give it a try. And you're going to have the people that are either going to just keep paying the $10 a month or you're going to have the people that are going to go play it for one month, cancel the subscription, go, but this game was good, so yeah. fuck, I'm just going to buy it. And, you know, if you could have only would have reached, like, you know, four out of ten people, now you're going to be reaching, like, eight out of ten people. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, like, I'm going to be interested in paying attention to what kind of, like, news and what kind of, like, money they report and sales and things like that. Like, I'm, I don't know how much they'll report these numbers of like, we had X amount of subscribers. Like we retained X amount of subscribers month over month. Like the data coming out of this is going to be really interesting because this is a monumental shift in the way that games are, are given out. I think everybody's looking for that, like Netflix for games and they have been for some time. Like uh, it's called Gamefly. Yeah, well, I mean, Gamefly, Guy Kai, PlayStation Now, uh, OnLive, like all these different services that are like the Netflix of mm-hmm. games. Um, never hit never hit the spot that people were looking for. No, it's like every time someone's like, this is the Halo killer, this is the Call of Duty killer. It's like, okay, yeah. when, the second you say that, it's no longer. <laughs> now the hype is there and you're like, it's not going to be as yeah, good as you want no it to be. it's no longer possible to attain that level. But I mean, if it works for them and it's a sustainable thing, I, I mean, I just, I don't know. It's It's never really been done from a first party standpoint, like all those other services were like, okay, yeah, you're getting the disc with Gamefly, and you still got to send it back. And like, it's good. And it's a good deal for some, but not for everybody. Or you still got to wait for that new hot game uh, because they only have so many copies and you have to wait till someone returns it where you can get it. This is, they're there. You just download them to your Xbox and you play them. I don't know. Like when the next Halo and Gears of War come out, especially Gears of War, a game that has been steadily declining in sales anyway, are people just going to do it to try it and be like, all right, I beat the campaign. That's all I really cared about. I don't like Gears of War multiplayer or the Gears of War multiplayer isn't good. It hasn't been for quite some time. Yeah. And like, you lose out on those sales. I don't know. Yeah. And like, I mean, like I said, that's how it works for me. Like, I I was down. I wasn't sure if I was going to bother getting Sea of Thieves. I wasn't even going to bother trying it. Now I'm like, okay, I'm going to give it a try. Same with Crackdown. Like, I kept thinking, like, this new Crackdown doesn't look good, but I'll definitely play it on game pass yeah and who knows that that might be the thing that just gets me to go like okay this is good i'm gonna just fuck it buy it all right whatever yeah yeah i don't know like it could convince a lot of people or it could just be a way for people to not have to spend 60 dollars on buying a game mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean i'm i'm gonna be paying attention to it so we'll definitely be talking about it anytime they come out with numbers or data on this because it, it could shift the way the games go or it could be a Serious blow to Microsoft, who's already like because they're doing so badly this generation, and with the Switch being such a now a viable third option or second option to people who own like PS4s because that sell outsells the Xbox so much. You know, they tried with the any time any game that comes out on Xbox, you can buy it on Windows the same day. So they've already made it so that way you kind of don't have to have an Xbox. At least this program is Xbox only, and it's not PC as well because that could really sink them. But I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, Sea of Thieves coming out in mu- end of March, right? 
Yes. Yeah. So I guess come April, maybe we'll see like, yeah, we're seeing, you know, there was a huge spike in the people who signed up for the first month, like beyond the free trial. And then we've retained them month over month. And so it'll be a, it'll be a while before we know whether or not this was a thing that worked for them, but Mm. you know, we'll definitely be, uh, definitely be paying attention to it as it goes along. There are some people that are already reacting to it pretty well. There's a, an Austrian, uh, game, like, uh, like the Austrian version of GameStop yeah. is stop selling Xboxes with the announcement of this because they said that it's too much of a threat to the sale of physical copies of games. Yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah. So, because then you also say that you might be able to purchase the games from the Game Pass at a discount if you do like them. There are, I don't know if it's every single game, but yeah. there is a thing where like, if you have Game Pass and you just decide like, okay, fuck, I'm just going to buy this game. Yeah. You get it at a discount. From using Game Pass. I have to assume any of those new first-party titles, would they would try to push that on you. Be like, hey, we've seen you've played this. And there's a little icon on your dashboard that's like, hey, you've been playing 25 hours of Sea of Thieves. You want to just buy it? Yeah. You know, so maybe. But that's you know, definitely you, you a threat get, to physical game You get 20% off or yeah. something like that. Yeah, that's definitely a threat. I mean, that's an overreaction to just stop selling the console altogether. But mm. especially if that company thinks it's going to be such a good thing that like you might as well stock them. Like, because they're you're gonna you might sell... start selling a lot of Xboxes now because people are going like, "Wow, this Game Pass is a great deal. I yeah. need an Xbox." Well, and Games Pass only has a hundred games, so yeah. If you sell them their Xbox and they go and they play Game Pass and they love their hundred games, they may come back and buy a used I mean, copy Destiny's, of whatever. Destiny's not on it. Yeah. Call of Duty's not on it. Yeah, there are yeah. still other it's, games. It's that only Microsoft like first person softwares, which we've already talked about, is in a lot of it. Mm-hmm. So you know that's a little bit of an overreaction, but I get the sentiment that it's definitely a threat you know, to, to physical game sales, something Mm. that we were worried this generation would do anyway, back when it was rumored that you couldn't play used games. There was going to be all kinds of locks and things that you couldn't couldn't play it on. You couldn't, you couldn't play if it wasn't connected to the internet. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. So, I mean, physical game sales is going to go away eventually. It's not right now. Just, I don't think internet's good enough in every part of the world and country to say, we're getting rid of the disc drive. It's going to be all downloads, but I mean, stuff like this is definitely pushing it in that direction. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, so, yeah, that's gonna that's the big story of the week. So we'll jump right into the smaller lightning round stories. Um, so we'll start off with a lightning round. And this is actually a direct answer to a question I posed last week, which is, Joe, when are we getting God of War? I don't know. When are we? For 20 minutes. Yeah. For 20 so yeah. while you're uh, putting together your Nintendo Labo, yep, or while you're watching your kids do it, or whoever is doing it, or whether you just look at the cardboard and went, "Crap, I <laughs> overestimated how this would go." This and looks I way too want... complex, and I am way too high for this. Yep, it's gonna be higher than Valhalla. It's a Vikings joke. Yes, uh, but I was actually uh, surprised. Like this kind of came unceremoniously. They're just like, "Oh yeah, by the way." Yeah, it was God just War's a out 420. new trailer. Well, they did put out a new story trailer. Oh, was which, there a trailer? I didn't see the new trailer. Yeah, it was a new story trailer. So it's, uh, you know, it shows, you know, basically what the story is going to be. It's obviously the, the little boy's mom dies and Kratos is super sad <gasps> and the kid is super sad. And obviously now they go out on adventures and stuff. So uh, that was all right there in the trailer. So it, uh, it had some cool moments. You know, the kids asking Kratos questions about stuff and. You know, he wants to learn more about who he is and who the family is. And obviously, it's a it's a tough story to uh, to explain to a kid. So that'll probably. Be a <laughs> well, big... you see, I killed God. Yeah, uh, I killed a lot of gods. Yep. I killed the biggest one in mm. all of Greece. Mm-hmm. Uh, slept with a lot of whores. Oh, so many. <laughs> Let me tell you about the whores, son. 
God, when they when they shoot those red orbs out to give you health, that's just the best feeling, isn't it? <laughs> I can't uh, wait to have kids. <laughs> don't tell them about all the horrors. That's probably not uh, the best course of action. But yeah, so uh, 420 April the 20th it is a Friday, um, same day as Nintendo Labo. Um, but yeah, that's, I uh, mean, they're completely different audiences, so oh, I don't absolutely. think they were sitting there going no. like, there's no threat to us no. with this. Maybe in terms of, um, like news coverage, I feel like Nintendo Labo might be getting like a lot of coverage that day. Yeah. But I mean, still the next game in a God of War franchise is going to get its own buzz, its own hype and mm. plenty of people are going to be paying attention. Yeah. Labo is going to have a lot of questions people want answered. So there's going to be a lot of, you know, previews and events and things like that surrounding it. But I think God of War will do just fine. I don't think it's going to get crushed. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, I don't think it was going to get crushed by Labo. I'm just, yeah. just thinking that, yeah, like the hype is going to be a little dulled by it. But, I mean, it's the kind of thing where, like, if you if you own a PlayStation, you're not buying Labo, you know? Yeah, you're getting you're getting God of War. So. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, God of War, April the 20th on your PlayStation 4. Get hyped. I'm excited. Uh, Lightning Round, uh, something that is not coming this year because it has been delayed, uh, is the game Anthem, the next, the big sci-fi franchise that EA is hoping gets off the ground. And, uh, you know, they're kind of putting all their eggs in that basket. And so, therefore, they're taking their sweet time. Yes. Um, I was actually a little surprised by this because I just kind of assumed it was going to be 2019. I didn't didn't expect this this game to be out this year Yeah, at all. Like, I mean, we got that one video at E3, but... And that was cinematic. And that, that was, was yeah. They were like they were trying to do the like this is totally in game footage. Yeah, but you're they like, killzone us. There's no fucking way that this is in game footage at nope. all. Don't fucking lie to me, Bioware. Yeah. Uh, so I yeah I assumed this game was going to be coming out in 2019, anyways. Um. So I, I just kind of was like, okay. But uh, the interesting part about this was like the reaction to this, or the, uh, kind of the reaction to the, the everything surrounding this game. In the sense that, like, they pretty much came out and said, like, this is our last, like, ditch effort with this game. Or not last ditch effort, but I don't know how to properly say that. They basically said, like, if this This game, this is, yeah, like, if if this game goes bad, like, it's the end of Bioware kind of thing. Like, this is our, their, you know, swan song. No, shit. What's, no. the, what's the word I'm trying to think of their, for the phrase? Their, their, uh, their last stand kind of thing, I guess. Maybe. This is their, like. Is there one? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this is this is basically the thing where if this flops after after the colossal failure of Mass Effect Andromeda, yeah, uh, which we talked at length about, yes, all uh, of last which year. was which was terrible for Bioware and EA, yeah, and then after the failure of uh, Star Wars Battlefront, which was for also EA. terrible for EA, yeah, they basically said like if this does not do good, like we are might be royally royally fucked. I don't think it'll be a thing where they're like, oh, I guess that like it sold well. Guess we're going bankrupt. But it's going to be a thing where you've lost investor confidence. You've lost fan confidence. So much so that uh, EA stock dropped with the announcement that this game was getting delayed. Yeah. Because everyone kind of went like, oh, fuck, are we doing this again? Well, it's also one of those things where you've now just taken off the board a potential big holiday sale. Hmm. So investors get scared and they get skittish and they run away. And that's when stock prices drop. Um, if the game does badly, they're going to drop in mass because it's just going to be another, it's going to be the third f- huge failure in a row. And it'll mean that they're not, well, there'll capturing. be more games coming out in between yeah, here. And but now. like, this is a big tent pole yeah. thing for them. Like they want this to be their destiny. They want this to be their big shooter. They are playing for years to come and talking about the lore and all this stuff. And if it doesn't work well, then crap. Mm-hmm. So it's going to go badly for them if it doesn't. So I get pushing it off. 
I think the hype that they're setting for themselves is way higher than it should be. It's a new yeah, IP. Yeah, it, it almost seemed like this was almost a bad idea to like. It almost seemed like they're they're putting a lot more on this game that are needed to be at this point. Yeah, they're it, counting know. chickens before they hatch. Yeah, eggs in a basket. Like I, all if, the I was things. just thinking, like, okay, this is just a game they're coming out for. Yeah, out with, and now all of a sudden they're like, "No, this is this is our most important game ever." Yeah. You know, if this fails, we're fucked. I'm like, "Oh wow, Jesus!" Like, I just was like, "Oh, this looks like an interesting game." Yeah. Now I'm like, "Oh fuck!" Like, yeah, they put a lot of pressure on it. Yeah. Before, while a lot of unneeded profession uh, pressure, yeah. it seemed like. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, EA's definitely took its licks in 2017 in terms of uh, games it put out. The fact that they're not putting out one, at least a big one, this year is troublesome. But if they, hey, if they delay it and it, the game comes out and it's good, great, awesome. Like that's a that's a good thing, I guess. I mean, there'll be people out there who hate EA who want to see them fail, but you know, if a game is good, then great. Like we want good games. That's the point. So if you delay it to 2019 and maybe it surprises people, maybe it going away is enough for us to kind of forget about it. Maybe it's like. You know, we'll get some, we'll have a thing at E3 and then it'll go away and they won't talk about it. And then maybe we get one last big show at E3 2019 and then it's, or maybe don't show anything this year. Let it just sit. And then mm. everyone's like, oh, where's Anthem? We haven't seen anything from Anthem. We're really worried about Anthem. Where is it? And then, you know, blow it out at E3 2019 and then put it out in the holidays and everyone's hyped and they love it. And it's great. Like maybe that's what they need to do. Mm. Sometimes a game going away from the public, you know, spotlight is good. But. Yeah, it's weird that they put all that kind of pressure on it beforehand, yeah. considering it's a new IP from a studio that has had a shaky track record yeah. in their last couple of games. And we'll see if that uh, also continues, because not only was the announcement of uh, Anthem being delayed uh, coming from Bioware, uh, they also confirmed that they are working on the next Dragon Age game. Yep. So, uh, so I like mean, we don't, was... we don't know what it is. Yeah, Dragon Age Inquisition was a very, like, middling, you know, it was one of those, like, you either loved it or you hated it. Yeah. Uh, from, from the Dragon Age fans. So, like, I know Tyler, uh, he hated it initially when it came out. He got, like, really, really mad when it came out because he, like, bought a new TV to play Dragon Age and then, like, said he sat down and played it and it was, like... It looks like a PS2 game. Yeah, he said it was, like, garbage. <laughs> yeah. But then, like... Earlier, like not even just a couple months ago, he went back and played it again and said he really liked it this time. Hmm. So I don't know if it was something where like they improved it over, you know, with patches over time. Probably. Like, like how yeah, you hear that, like people say, oh, Mass Effect Andromeda is not bad now that yeah. it's been patched and everything's too been fixed. Yeah. But yeah, it was a little too little too late kind yeah. of thing. Too late. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, the, I guess the, the guy that's the lead developer on Anthem is also going to be the lead developer on this game as well. So he's like splitting duties, which seems weird considering they were putting so much pressure on Anthem, but he did come out and say like, and we're also working on another Bioware game or I mean another Dragon Age Dragon Age game. Yeah. Maybe it's still early stages. So they're, they're working on it, but not to the extent that they're working on Anthem. It's just, I mean, there was nothing about like. You know, they didn't say it's coming out in 2018 no. or anything like that. I can't imagine it would be. That would probably be a 2019 or maybe early 2020 game at the earliest, since we're just now kind of. You would think that they would want to like, you know, keep Anthem in this spaced kind out. of yeah. spaced out. Unless they think one of them is going to be really bad, and then sure, put them out at the same time. Who cares? Like no one's going <laughs> to buy. Let, and let like the good one outshine the other one, so yeah. that it's not just like a big blot. Yeah, it's like. Hey, I mean, Anthem's okay, but hey, at least it's no Dragon Age, right? Mm -hmm. That game sucks. Um, But yeah, so we'll see. 
uh, what's coming next from Bioware and EA uh, in 2019. Uh, something that will not be around in 2019, Joe. Me, Tomo. It is our uh, our next casualty of 2018. We've already lost something else. I don't remember what it was. Something died really early. Um, but now this this is shutting down soon, right? Yeah, I'm trying to remember what the other thing that was killed off. The connect. Oh yes, it was the connect. Yep. Yeah, because it was that it was like four yeah, ga- four games after. and a funeral. We called it or something like yes. that. Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, Mitomo. Um, this was a thing I used one time and then never used it again. Yeah, this was the thing that launched the new Nintendo Rewards thing club. Yeah, it was a th- like the first wave of their like big push for mobile games. Yep. Um, I don't even remember what it was. I remember it was like kind of a uh, like a clothes sharing like friend thing. Like you, you like had your little me guy and you like went around and you could do things with it. But I honestly, I. I I remember this was a thing that replaced Club Nintendo. Well, no, this was the thing that launched alongside of the new Club Nintendo. So you could like earn credits in that. Yeah, then... and you use the point, like the coins you earn in this game to go towards your Club Nintendo thing. Yeah. Which I could never really figure out. And I got really sad because I got a lot of good stuff on Club Nintendo Club back Nintendo in the day. Was great. And this, this thing, thing just confused not. me. And I was like, I'm not going to get anything good off of this now, okay. am I? Nope. Uh, yeah. Um, I actually heard about this first because uh, I checked my phone for updates, and there was an update for Mitomo, uh, like the app, and yeah. it said like you know, it was like an update to kill it. Basically, it was oh. like it, the update said like we are ending uh, the sales of Mitomo coins, yeah. like in conjunction the with the, like step. the end of the. The, the app yeah and i went like oh interesting and then i like opened up my phone and saw like all the articles saying like M- mitomo shutting down yep um but uh like i said i used it one time like the day it launched and i never went back to it so i'm not really surprised i'm sure i wasn't alone in doing that no and this didn't do the volume that like mario run did or even the animal crossing game like or those pokemon go yeah well pokemon go wasn't nintendo's so yeah it was niantic but it was nintendo produced yeah but it's it wasn't like in their wave of mobile games. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. not part of it. Um, so Mitomo was the first one. It's also the first one to go. Not all that surprising. Um, I mean, if you're sad about it, that sucks. You know, but I don't know a I can't, lot of people that I can't, ever I mean, Yeah, it. I can't believe that. I can't imagine there was a lot of people that were like dedicated Mitomo players. I'm yeah. sure there were some out there, but yeah, obviously it wasn't enough. I'm sure they saw numbers drop considerably and they're like, there's no point in keeping this around. Like, that's why you would do this is because you don't see the point because there aren't enough people playing it. Yeah. yeah, there'll be diehards that'll be sad about it and that sucks. But uh, overall, it's a, you know the next thing to go to make way for whatever new yeah, mobile game something something will take its place exactly so uh let's see lightning round uh nintendo despite closing a game is actually doing pretty well uh because stocks were up for nintendo with the announcement of labo last week uh yeah um it was weird because there was a lot of like middling responses to it and they're not middling the responses to labo were weird because yeah. a lot of people were like this is you know like you're selling us cardboard yeah. and you know there were a lot of responses uh i we beat me and you we were both like this looks cool we're like yeah. we're into this but there were a lot of other people that were like thought this was really kind of a, a bizarre and like goofy thing that they were doing but nintendo's known for doing that kind of stuff exactly but, like i have no reason to think this won't be a cool thing whether or not it's like the next great franchise of nintendo games or just labo after labo i don't know but i there's no reason to crap all over it yet 
Yeah. I did see a lot of people crapping on it, but I just think also they had I wrong mean, expectations and they just wanted clicks and they wanted the attention of being like, I'm hating a Nintendo thing. Yeah, and sometimes it's kind of just fun to, you know, yeah. shit on things. Listen, I had fun with the memes last week too. Yeah. Like we The memes were pretty great. The memes were great. Just because they were funny about the people wearing cardboard armor does not mean I think that it's a bad idea. Yeah. And it seems investors also think it's a good idea. Yeah, because uh, Nintendo's stock rose 2.4% with the announcement of Labo, Pretty which uh, it basically translates to an increase, uh, an additional uh, $1.4 billion to their corporate value. So people are, uh, at least, you know, the, the markets and stuff are saying like, okay, this is going to be a good thing for Nintendo. Yeah. And uh, probably once April hits and it actually comes out, we might see an even bigger boost to it, especially yeah. since I'm going to assume they'll probably announce more Labo kits. Come, if they sell well, yeah. 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 It's probably also investors being like, oh my God, you guys did it. You're selling them cardboard. All right, I five. We can sell them anything now. Yeah. Well, I mean, Nintendo is is a weird beast because they put stuff out and everyone kind of goes like, I don't know about this. And then it usually, I mean, there are hits, there are misses. The yeah. the Wii U was a miss. The Switch, when the Wii came out, it was a major, major hit. Yeah. Mitomo, miss. Mitomo, miss. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Pokemon Go, big hit. Uh, so, you know, when you look at Labo, you kind of go like, is this going to be the hit or is this going to be the miss? We don't know. This is kind of risky, but. But you sold them cardboard. So investors are all, are all in on it. Yep. Um, yeah, I, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, if, if Labo comes out in tanks and doesn't sell well, stocks will go back down and people will then be like, see, I told you it was stupid. I'm sure something, they'll have something waiting in the wings. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's like they'll announce Smash the day they find out Labo doesn't yeah, do Yeah, well. it's 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 April 20th is when Labo comes out, and like April 25th is when Smash Bros. gets announced. Yeah, when they already cut and put a clearance uh, on all the Labo stuff. No, yeah. I think it'll I think it'll do just fine. I think enough people are intrigued by it where yeah, uh, they'll, they'll. I mean, I'm well. buying. I'm gonna buy. I'm telling you, I'm gonna buy at least the uh, creative set. At least the robot kit. Got it. Joe the robot can't wait. Um, so speaking of money. And speaking of stocks and things doing well, we've talked about, at least from a gamer standpoint, how great 2017 was with, mm-hmm. you know, release after release of just like quality hits from big franchises. We had a ton of fun. We started a podcast about it for Christ's sake. Mm-hmm. Um, 2017 was a great year for games. Yes. Uh, but you could say that and it could mean it's hollow until you put numbers to it. Recently, they put numbers to it. Why don't you tell us those numbers, Jim? Uh, and the numbers are very good because the video game industry earned a record-setting thirty-six billion dollars uh, in twenty seventeen, dollars, uh, which is up uh, five point one billion more than uh, sales were in twenty fifteen. So there's a little bit of gap in there, but still, that's a huge, huge rise. It's record-setting numbers. Yeah. Uh, like I said, there was. I mean, I had a hard time picking a top ten of best games this year because yeah. or last year because there were so many good games last year. It really was. And so many good hits and uh, things like, you know, the, the Switch coming out. Uh, it makes me pretty excited for everything that's going to come out in 2018 yeah. because I'm, it seems like we're fall, we're just continuing that trend. Yeah, it's a lot to live up to. And I think a lot of that comes from there being three viable consoles. Like, I know I joke that the Xbox doesn't sell well and it's kind of the in last place or whatever. But like, I mean, it, it is in last place. It doesn't sell as well as the other ones, but it doesn't sell bad. No. That's and the like thing. they just came out and like, they just came out with the Xbox one X at the end of the year. So that's not really reflective. Like they didn't get to boost that the the whole sales. year. You know, they've got this game pass thing. They've got, you know, the Xbox one X is now out. People are enjoying it. It's the world's most powerful console. Um, so yeah, 2018 is looking up. Uh, we'll see if it can reach those heights. 
I think having a Mario and a Zelda really helped in addition to all the other great franchises uh, that had revitalizations this year. Um, but I mean, if 2018 can live up to it, all power to it. But yeah, 36 billion is nothing to nothing to scoff at. You see, that's the thing is when I actually read that that 36 billion was a record, I was like, that seems almost low. I would have imagined it would be a little bit higher. I think you're underestimating how big 36 billion is. I guess, yeah. <laughs> Just because we've never seen money like that, so we have a hard time visualizing it. But it's I mean, a lot no, of money. it's more like I mean, I feel like. Well, that's true. I, well, they did like make a big deal about Grand Theft Auto reaching like one billion dollars in sales or something like yeah, that. Yeah, over its five year yeah. lifespan. Good so, point. Good point. Yeah. It doesn't like thirty two. I was expecting solid. it to be like four hundred billion dollars. Yeah, it does no, that's that's astronomical. Uh, but no, I, yeah, this was a this was a great year for games twenty seventeen. We talked about it. It's nice to see that the numbers bear that out, and it's not just like oh look, it's a lot of critical pr- uh, praise and a lot of people played good games, but people weren't necessarily people were putting the them. money into it. Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, good year for games is a good year for gamers, uh, so that's good. Uh, moving away from money stuff, though, lightning round, we've got a legend in the business finding a new job. Uh, so the creator of Sonic the Hedgehog. Weird guy, right? That blue yeah, that, that, guy? That blue guy, gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. Yeah, so the creator of Sonic the Hedgehog has found himself a new home. Care to guess what studio... Like, if you were to imagine what studio... Uh, the creator of Sonic the Hedgehog would go to, what would you think it would be? I mean, probably like Capcom, right? Because everybody loves working for them? Yes. But it's, no. It's not that. It's not no. that, no. Um, yeah, he's gone. Oh, you want to take another guess? No, because I know the answer, so I was <laughs> yeah. just being playful. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking it out. We'll wait for them I was, to... I'm like trying to think of like where would be either the more goofiest one, because I guess the actual answer is pretty goofy. I wouldn't have thought it myself. Like you would think like, oh, did he go to work for Nintendo? Like that would be interesting if the creator of Sonic went to work for Nintendo. Yeah. Like what would he make over there? Uh, no. He, he would never do that because uh, Sega does what Nintendo don't, so he would never go work there. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Hold on, let's wait for them to decide. They're 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 guessing. Hold on, pause. Let them guess. Let them really. Okay. Come on, guys. I'm not hearing anything. You can just tell them. Uh, Square Enix. All right. What? what? Yeah. I. What? Okay. Interesting. Like has Square Enix what, ever put out a platformer? Uh, no. I almost saw one. Uh, Valkyrie Chronicles was kind of a platformer, but that was always still more of an RPG. It was like was... an RPG platformer. Yeah, but like a Sonic style. No, not that. I not, mean, not that. I'm this sure, is the like, only thing he could do. I'm sure in the millions of games that they probably put out that I don't know about, they might have put out something. But sure off the like... top of my head, I can't think of anything along those lines. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, and also like we're kind of at that point. You're right. We're like we're trying to pigeonhole him, saying yeah. like, oh, he can only make platformers, no. but. Uh, I don't exactly know what he's been doing with himself this entire time. I mean, I can't imagine uh, he was only making Sonic games. Let me just take a look really quickly at his, like, IMDB or whatever it is that they have for video games. Yeah, I would very much like to see what he's doing because, like, every time I think about these, like, these creators of these classic, like, platformer old 16-bit era franchises... Um, I just keep coming back to uh, Inafune doing Mighty Number no. Nine and having it be awful. Yeah, and being like, do we really want the guy who made Sonic to sully his legacy by making some crappy Sonic ripoff that's not good in any way and doesn't feel like any game that anyone wants to play or have fun with? So, I mean, if he's done other things that I just don't like, 
I don't realize or didn't commit to memory that were good, then then great. That's awesome. Oh, interesting. He worked on the Fantasy Star games at Sega as well. Okay. Or at least the first Fantasy Star game. So he has worked on RPGs in the past. Okay. So maybe they're, RPG, they're bringing but, him in for an RPG But thing. for the most part, uh, he has worked on a lot of the Sonic games. Yep. Uh, Sonic Superstars. Uh, Where was he on Sonic Forces? The game that only one person loves as far as we know. <laughs> Uh, I don't see him on that one. Oh, he worked on. Uh, do you remember Feel the Magic for the the uh, the DS? No. No, uh, I don't. <laughs> this one. <laughs> I do remember Feel the Magic for the DS. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He worked sil- on the silhouetted lady. Yeah, he worked on that one. I think oh. that was like a dating game. You're supposed to like go on dates with women, kind of thing, and like it sure it's, looks it's all like a dating game. Yeah, <laughs> it's all mini games and stuff. Okay. Uh, he, he has worked on a lot of stuff. He worked on yeah some of the other Fantasy Star games, uh, like Fantasy Star on Universe, Fantasy Star Two, uh, Fantasy Star Online. So he does have uh, history with working on RPGs. Okay. So I guess he does have a good like spot. Which would um, you rather see? Him working on a Sonic style side scrolly platformer or an, on an RPG? Uh, I mean, just because of Square Enix, it seems almost redundant to have him go there and work on an RPG. I mean, obviously, like, that's what you would hire him for if you're going to work at Square Enix. Yeah. It just seems like the given. So I would rather see him work on a platformer just because it would be more funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wonder what a Square Enix platformer would look like. Yeah. I Maybe wonder if it's a, just it's like Final Fantasy platformer game. Sure. Final <laughs> just Fantasy has like run. all the Final Got Fantasy it. characters. Yeah. Final Fantasy run. Yeah, it. do it. Perfect. Put it out. We're ready for it. Yeah. Looking like Sonic. All yeah, right. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, there was no real game announcement in his announcement of that job. No, he just, just basically like, said, I went to work for Square. In a game development capacity. Yeah. So. Oh, he worked on Let's Tap for the Wii. Oh, I remember Let's Tap for the Wii. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came with that little, like, cardboard box thing, and he just tapped on the cardboard box. Damn Nintendo selling us cardboard. Those, oh my God, this is this is where it all started. Those con artists. We figured it out. Aha, Nintendo. We see through your ruse. Um, yeah, all right. Lightning round. Joe, we've got a game who is leaving the safety of early access and making its way into the real world. It's like sending a child off to kindergarten because it took it five years. Yeah, uh, so Rust, uh, a big game on Steam, is finally uh, leaving early access next month and becoming a full-fledged real game. Oh, yeah. they grow up so fast. Yeah. Just, you know. uh, do, do you know Rust at all? Not even in the slightest. It's uh, another one of those kind of like open-world survival, like crafty games. Like Minecrafty, or like... Well, it's like, it's like realistic Minecrafty, Daisy kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it was famous for like you start off like as just a naked character in a field, and then you have to go and like collect wood and like build clothes, and build everything, build all up, and continue to survive. Yeah, uh, I never played it, never really like cared all that much for it. But it's obviously popular enough where they decided to leave early access and become a real game. Yes, uh, and uh, it's the five year part is the part that I find interesting. Like, I know there's probably a ton of other games that have been out that long but like just the fact that it took five years to finally get out makes me wonder like how long is PUBG going to be in early access oh forever because yeah. if they can sell you a game and it's not a real game why would you make it a real because like at a certain point PUBG if it wants to become a real game is going to have to give you more than one to two maps like they should give you they're going to charge you 60 bucks or however much they want to charge you to be a full-fledged game they're going to need multiple maps yeah early access give, affords you the ability to just be like yeah no no it's coming don't worry yeah, yeah. no we got it yeah 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 and like after five years, 
who's even going to notice? Like, how many people are sitting there going like, ah, I've wanted to play Rust this last five years, but it's been an early access this whole time. Yeah. I'll just wait for the actual release. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's people that have been playing, like, played it for, like, three years and then kind of went like, okay, I, I got what I need out of this game. I, I'm, are they going to come back yeah. after two more years and go, oh, it's finally released? Yeah, I don't know what the point is of just being like, yep, now we're a game. Yeah. It's like, okay, thanks. Yeah. Cool. Did, did this change anything? Like, is yeah, there anything that so. comes along with an actual release? Or do they just kind of finally go like, all right, we're just tired of having an early access status. So now it's real. Yeah, there was no Steam achievements before. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the difference between an early access game in like in 2018 is versus a, like a full-fledged release. Because um, it seems like these games are just, that's how they're going to be yeah. forever. So. And it also is funny because when they announced that they were, it was finally coming, like uh, getting a full release. They also said like uh, there, uh, there will still be continued development, and it will still be like adding more content to the game. So it's like, sounds about the same. Yeah, it sounds like it's no different now. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's exciting, I guess, for Rust players or people who wanted to play it, but only, but you know, only wanted to play it if it was real and not an early access tease. Hmm. So I mean, maybe there'll be a console release now. Maybe. Maybe that's the next step now that you've uh, left early access. Does it say when it's doing that? Was there a date? That's leaving for early, early access? Yep. Uh, February 8th. February 8th. So right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, also coming in February, though February 1st, lightning round, uh, is Games with Gold for the Xbox. Yes. Uh, we got the new announcement for the Games with Gold. Is there anything um, good? Because January was poop. Uh, it's hit or miss. Uh, on these the, things tend to yeah, be. Yeah. On the, the Xbox One front, uh, you're getting Shadow Warrior and Assassin's Creed Chronicles India. Which is, is that like the Liberation game that was on like the Vita or is that something separate? I never played separate. any of those. The, uh, the, the Assassin's Creed Chronicle games, there was three of them. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, China. Uh, China, India, and Russia. Yeah. And they were side scrollers. Oh, okay. Assassin's Creed side scroller games. So they're like kind of like a bit of an isometric side scroller, but you just kind of went from right to left. Um and did you ever play shit? What was that game called? Mark of the Ninja? No. Oh, basically like that. So it's it, like it's, that. it's like a side-scrolling stealth game where okay. like you're you know hiding behind things and you're trying to kill the enemies without them getting to see you because it's an Assassin's Creed game. Yeah, naturally. Uh, and the, yeah, there was it was a three-part thing. It was released in three different parts, each one with a different character. Yeah, I've seen area. the collections where you get them all. Yeah. So they were uh, yeah like a side scroll. Then I only played the China one. The China one was really fun. I really liked it. Um, I already have them all because I just kind of bought the season pass when they came out because yeah. I'm a Assassin's Creed fan. But it was the kind of thing where like I was like, okay, this is cool. This is interesting. It's also, I'd rather just play a regular Assassin's Creed game. Yeah. So like, That's why I never, I like, as even though I give up on Assassin's Creed games pretty early on, I never was like, yeah, let me play Assassin's Creed, but in a completely different format. It's not at all Assassin's Creed. Yeah. And not nearly as interesting or fun. Yeah. Yeah. Those locations also never did it for me. In terms I mean, of like, China is pretty. I would like to see a full fledged one that takes place in China. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I'd way, I'd be way more into seeing what that looks like than I would be seeing what the side scrolly yeah. left to right. Yeah, it almost seems like it's a shame that they've wasted these locales. I mean, they, I guess they could always come back to them. Yeah. But you just weave that story when when they were else. like, there's a China, like there's a China uh, Assassin's Creed game coming out. I was like, oh, cool. And then they're like, it's this weird side scrolling thing. And I went, ah, oh, fuck you, assholes. That's not what I wanted at all. Yeah. You don't know uh, me. Yeah, so that's the stuff coming out for the Xbox One. I don't even really know what Shadow Warrior is. I know I've heard the name a whole bunch of times, but mm-hmm. um, no clue. It, it's like uh, some sort of samurai type thing. Okay. 
Could be good, could be not. It's free, so I'll give it a try. Yeah, might as well. Uh, on the Xbox 360, this one is a little bit better. I already own the game, so it sucks for me, but for other people that don't own them, uh, pretty cool. Uh, first up uh, is the game Split Second, which is a game that I absolutely loved yeah, on the Xbox love 360. Because it's like Burnout. Yeah, it was a Burnout game, but instead of like trying to ram the other people off the road, you could trigger like events on the course. So like while you're driving around, you could trigger... Uh, an explosion on a, a rock wall that will cause a whole bunch of rocks to fall down on the track. Yeah. And so it's constantly like dodging explosions and stuff like that. And the longer you go, the bigger the explosion you get. Eventually you can like bring entire buildings down. You can cause airplanes to like crash in the middle of the, the race. Uh, it was a really, really cool game. And they're like slow motion and like, didn't it like go black and white? Like, wasn't there like, uh, burnout was the one that did the slow motion stuff. I feel like Split Second also had that too. Probably. But again, I didn't. I probably I didn't play it a lot. I played a lot of it, but I don't remember because it's been a long time. Yeah. And it was a real shame because it didn't do well, and the studio ended up going out of business after it came out. Which mm-hmm. was, I was like, oh fuck! I wanted to see like what they could do with Split Second Two. Yeah. Um. So at least like I mean it, you know I'm not gonna get a I'm not gonna get Split Second on the Xbox One like the a, a new Split Second game out of this that you know of that I know of, but. It's at least cool that like people will get a chance to play it because, yeah, sure. and you really should because it was a really cool game. Yeah. Uh, the other one, old school classic Crazy Taxi. Now, what was the 360 Crazy Taxi? Was it just a? Was it's it a it's game? just the original Crazy Taxi. Oh, they just okay. Yeah, it's just the original Crazy Taxi ported to the Xbox 360. Got it. I couldn't remember. Which right. is now going to be available on the Xbox One. Nice. Everybody yeah. So it's the taxi. Dreamcast version. Yeah. Or the arcade version. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Crazy Taxi is great. Yeah, which so, is a great game. Everyone should have be happy to have a chance to play Crazy Taxi if you don't already own it. So two cool car games for the Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Definitely play Split Second. It was great. Yep. All right. Lightning round. And this is the part of the lightning round where we get into uh, the games in other media. Uh, we've got a TV and a movie one. First up on the TV front, Joe, did you watch the Castlevania series on the Netflix? No. It's pretty good. I heard. Yeah, I know you. I never got around to watching it though. I know you're not a fan of American anime, quote yes. unquote. Uh, but it's actually really good. It's only four episodes. It's a lot of fun. Very Were they violent. four hour long episodes or like four half hour? I think episodes? it's four half hour episodes, okay. if I recall. I remember I was watching it at a friend's house, and we we're like, "All right, cool, let's watch these." And then we got to like the third one, and it ended. And I was like, "All right, it's kind of late. I really just got to go." And I went home, and they're like, "Oh yeah, dude, we just watched the last one. It, there was only four. You should have stayed." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, well, I guess I messed up." Well, this one is going to be eight episodes long, so they're doubling the run. There, you um, go. there is no official release date coming out for it just yet, but they did say it will be coming out in summer. That's yeah. I think that's when the last one came out was around the summer. Uh, it was July. Yeah. So yeah, one. Two, so three, yeah, we could probably assume it's going to be coming out in July. Yep. Yeah, they were twenty-three minute episodes, so they weren't even full half hours. They were like TV half hours. Which oh, is so twenty-three even, minutes. I never understood why they do that with Netflix. I mean, maybe it's just because it's like how things are doing it, but. Why would it's they put that show. commercial breaks things in there? It's not every show and, you know, they could maybe one day want to air them on TV and they're cut that way. Like some of the other shows that are half an hour are a half an hour or they're 28 minutes or whatever. Um, maybe it was just the easier way to do it. Hmm. You know, it's the same thing. It's like, why are some adult swim shows only 12 minutes? Like that's just a weird format. You could make them 20 minutes or whatever. Um, but yeah, no, that show's really good. So I'm looking forward to a second season. I got to watch that fourth episode still, but. You know, I enjoyed what I watched of it, and I think you should give it a chance, Joe, and people listening. Uh, lightning round. This is our movie portion, and are you ready, Joe, to see John Cena? No. As you didn't let me finish. You didn't let me say who he's going to be as. 
Mm. And therefore, that could change your mind. You could be like, no, John Cena. Well, already it's John Cena. So already I'm pretty down on it. Okay. What about Duke Nukem? No. Damn, I really thought I was going to sway you on that one. It's all right. They're going to adapt Duke Nukem forever, and we're never going to see it. <laughs> I mean, the movie will come out, but John Cena will be in it, so you'll never see him. Well, I mean, yeah, we'll never see him. You in can't it. see him. We won't see him at all. Yeah, wrestling joke. Yeah. Um, I, it's gonna all s- right. <laughs> I mean, part of me is like, that's, that's going to suck. All right. First off, yes. my initial response off the bat, first thing that came to head was, okay, that's pretty good casting. <laughs> Oh, yeah, for sure. If it's not going to be The Rock, which you can't because he's Doom. That's yeah. true. Yeah, he's Doom guy. Yeah, he's Doom. No, he's the bad guy. It was uh, Carl Urban was Doom guy. Oh, really? Yeah. Whatever. The Rock was on the cover. So he's not going to do another video game movie, even though Jumanji is lighting up the box office. Mm, though not true. technically a video game movie, but kind of. So, yeah, first thought, spot on casting. Second thought. Why? Exactly. <laughs> That's the only thing. Who asked for this? Yeah, nobody wants this. No. I saw Especially after the disaster of Duke Nukem Forever. Yeah. I saw a lot of and reactions also, that like, were just like, um, no? Can yeah. we just can we just not do it yeah. instead? All right. So first of all, it's not confirmed. It's, no, it's rumor. It's just a rumor yep. that well, they said that like He's in talks. they want yeah, he isn't they they are making a Duke Nukem Forever or a Duke Nukem movie. Yeah. They're in the process of making it. John Cena is in talks. Correct. So, I mean, that's it's it's too out of John Cena's character. That's the thing. Like, that's the thing. Like, it's either they're gonna have to ruin Duke Nukem's character to fit John Cena. Yeah. So, or they ruin John Cena, or they ruin John Cena to have him play Duke Nukem. I'm just wondering if you take it and you spin it on its head, like make it a parody of it, kind of the way that Jumanji apes video game movies. If it somehow is like. If it ends up being more Dead Rising than it is Duke Nukem, where you, like it's you, a like it's a send up of it kind of thing, like then it would be good. Like that's the only thing is that I have any hope for this is that it's so bad it's good, and they play into that, and that's the kind of movie they're hoping to make is a tongue in cheek, really bad video game movie. I will take that. They did that. Um, fuck, what was that game called? There was a game that came out starring uh, Will Arnett. I don't a remember. Game what it was. starring Will Arnett. Yes. Um, it, it was a game came out, and it was basically uh, he was a Duke Nukem character in like he starred in video games as a Duke Nukem type character, and then like retired, and now they like brought him back to star in a new game. Uh, ooh, I don't, I don't know. Uh, and it was like very much, uh, you know, setting up the fact that like he was this character that, you know, was this over top character, and like there were all sorts of in in joke like video game references and stuff. I don't know. I'm looking at his game credits, and I see the Lego video game movie, the Lego movie video game, Modern Warfare Two. Oh no, Eat Lead: The Return of Matt Hazard. That's what it is. There was two of them. There was another one that came out as well. I think one of them was a third person, or like a a. a th- third-person action game, and the other one was a side-scroller. I remember this one. No, you're thinking of uh, Bionic Commando. That was like, it came back, and it was side-scrolly, and there was two. No, I could have sworn there was another Eat Lead game. Maybe? Yeah. I'm looking it up now, because... Yeah, so I guess if it's like that, I want that. But otherwise... I don't want John Cena to make a Duke Nukem movie. I don't want there to be a Duke Nukem movie. It's just going to be bad. 
Yeah, it's uh, uh, in dark this sort of blah, blah, blah. Uh, it chronicles Matt Hazard's success and hardships and mirrors a progression of the Duke Nukem series of games from the early 8-bit to the modern consoles. So, yeah, it was like a whole like big parody of Duke Nukem type games. Okay, yeah, do that. That's fine. Do, yeah. do that, but like with Duke Nukem in a movie, I guess. Like make it a joke. Like make it that, yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I just don't want it. You know what? I'm not, not like going to try to make like, this a thing I, that I want. I don't want it. I mean, I guess it's it's it is acting and all, but like going off of John Cena's character, I can't picture him like in a strip club, like you know, smacking women's ass and stuff. That you know, the kind of stuff that happens in the Duke Nukem games, like unless it's the kind of thing where he's like, I want to do something out of character, like yeah, non John Cena. E. To be fair, if he wants to be an actor, he should try to step out of the comfort zone and do something different, but. I don't know if that'll fly because eventually he'd probably have to come back and do some WWE stuff. And do they want him out there smacking asses and smoking cigars? Yeah, and... I mean, The Rock has done some raunchy stuff in his movies. Yeah. But The Rock, that was kind of The Rock's character. Yeah, that's the thing. That's he the thing. Wasn't, the Rock John was never a clean John Cena cut. is ultimate good guy, like yeah. Mr. Nice Guy everything. Yeah, exactly. Or the Doctor of Thugonomics. Yeah. Give or take what decade it is. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I'm not. I've now decided I'm going to stop trying to make sense of this and try to like oh what if i fanfic this into something that's cool because i don't want it i just <laughs> not even gonna put it in my head that there's a chance this could be good no matter how much i try it's gonna be bad like i mean we've uh, we've learned this lesson that no one wants duke nukem anymore correct we had our 12 years of waiting for duke nukem yeah listen and then it came out and everyone kind of went like oh yeah this is a relic of another age. <laughs> yeah. Like, listen, maybe 15 years from now when this movie finally comes out, I'll change my mind. But as of right now, I'm done. I don't want it. And yeah, Duke Nukem, it didn't Duke Nukem forever, so like crap. Uh, despite the fact that people had 15 years to pre-order it, still sold <laughs> really bad. Someone still had that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just, yeah, I don't know. Don't. Hey, can, just don't. Can we just ask? Just don't. Like, can we plead with you not to do it? That's all. That's my one request. This is going to win Hollywood. every Oscar and we're going to feel like idiots. Fine. <laughs> I will eat all the crow if this is good. It won't be, but no. Yeah, no. I'll eat my hat for the purposes of this joke. I'm wearing a hat, Joe. So just imagine a hat right here and I'll eat the hat. It's a really big good. hat. So he's going to have to eat a really, oh, really large hat. This is a real gamble I'm taking. Yeah. It's a bet that I'm it's not one sure of I want to eat banana hats, <laughs> but there's fruit. So, there's fruit, so, so yeah, healthy. exactly. Um, all right, do you have any other things that you want to say about how much you're going to hate the Duke Nukem movie starring John Cena? I am going to hate the Duke Nukem movie starring John Cena. All right. Is there anyone else that you could think to cast besides John Cena? In no, that? I don't want the movie. Like, <laughs> I want them to cast nobody. And I want them to just film it and then put it in a can and have it never be really Bury it. Put it in the vault with the Animaniacs. Do just the, never to be released. Do the uh, Star Wars holiday special. Yeah. The Fantastic Four original movie. Yeah, uh, Song of the South. Whatever vault Song of the South is in, film your Duke Nukem movie uh, and put it in there. The Day the Crown Cry. Uh, I couldn't say that, right? The, the Day, day the, the Clown, Clown Cried. Cried. Yep. Yeah. That never saw the light of day. Put it, just put it away. Just take all the, take that movie and put it away. Just don't, there's no need for it hmm. whatsoever. So yeah, I don't know. I don't even want to think about another person that could cast that would maybe make it better. It's going to be bad. So no, I can't. Can you? Nope. Yeah, exactly. It's just a thing that doesn't need to exist. So yep. don't make it Hollywood. So that's our that's our plea to Hollywood. Don't make it. There's no it has no purpose. It serves nothing. They're already working on like the extended world trilogy. Nope. The, this movie's the, not the, the shared universe with like Ugh. Duke Nukem and uh 
I don't know, some other <laughs> crappy game that nobody wants to be nope. had made into a movie. Yeah. Now, this movie wouldn't come out until at least 2020. And is this a thing that you really want in 2020? Wasn't there supposed to be a Spy Hunter movie that never like saw the light of day? There, yeah, didn't it star The Rock? Yeah. What happened to that? Didn't it? Doesn't it There was exist? supposed to be a Rock movie star, a Spy Hunter movie starring The Rock. Because I was trying to think that there was another video game related movie that The Rock was in. I'm looking at it. Like, I remember they were, like, working on it or something. Uh, I remember there was, like, stuff. Uh, last last I see, 2015, the Spy Hunter movie is alive and has writers. The Rock delivers a Spy Directed Hunter by Paul update. Anderson. Yeah. Paul W.S. Anderson. Spy Hunter, Nowhere to Run. Oh, that's right. A game came out for it. That's what I'm thinking of. Uh, there was actually a game that came out for this movie that never saw the light of day. I see an article here from 2006 that says The Rock delivers a Spy Hunter update. From when? 2006. <laughs> and then I see an article in 2015 that said the Spy Hunter movie is alive and has writers. Yeah, well, the game came out in 2006. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. I remember that. That was... Whatever happened to that? That was a weird It one. went away because nobody wants it. Yeah. So, like the uh, the crappy Need for Speed movie starring Jesse Pinkman. Yes, right. So, twelve years from now, we we're gonna be like, whatever happened to that John Cena Duke Nukem movie? And then we're gonna be like, they listened and they never made it. Thank <laughs> thank everything. Um, all right. Well, that's gonna do it then for this week. Uh, now that we've completely ranted on John Cena starring in a movie about Duke Nukem that nobody. Nobody wants. If you want it, though, you can hit us up on Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. We're also on Facebook at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, remember that this episode, along with every episode of the Gamescast, is up every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. This week, we will also have a huge episode of our main event because it is the Royal Rumble uh, for the WWE. So you can check that out. That'll be available right now, Monday as well. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of topics to talk about, including the first ever Women's Royal Rumble, an NXT TakeOver pay-per-view, all kinds of stuff going on. So that's going to be a huge episode, so look for that as well. That is also up on the same channel where you got this episode. So just click the next thing in the list or the one right before it, depending on how you order your lists. Um, but that will do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And thanks so much for listening. You. Yep.